Hello, my name is Paula. I came into Al-Anon, um, again, thinking that I did cause my husband's drinking, thinking that if I had been a better wife, if I had done more around the house, if I had been more supportive, he would not drink as much as he did. I didn't realize until I got into the fellowship that he, he was going to drink whether I changed my, you know, did those things or not. Um, controlling the behavior, let's see, I threw out alcohol, I kept track of his drinks, I would argue with him, I would fuss, I would cry, none of that seemed to help. In terms of trying to cure his alcoholism, I got vitamins for him, thinking, oh, he needed to have more vitamins. I worried about um, decreasing the stress in his life, thinking that would help him not drink as much. But the one thing that seemed to really bring home to me that I didn't cause, control, or couldn't cure his alcoholism was one day when he relapsed. And I was very upset, and by now I was in the fellowship and called a friend to talk with her about it. And she said, well, Paula, how tall is your husband? And I said, well, he's about six foot two. And she said, mm-hmm. And how much does he weigh? And I said, well, he weighs about 190. And she said, ah. Oh. And you poured that alcohol down his throat. And it was at that moment that I realized there's not a thing I could do to stop him from drinking or cause him to drink. It was his choice. Luckily, I got very involved in Al-Anon and started attending meetings to really learn to take care of myself and the, some of the things that would not enable his continuing drinking. Um, I learned that I was not alone. I learned other people had the same fears and concerns, but together we all seemed to find ways, our own path, to find our own personal recovery. Thank you for letting me share. Thanks for sharing. Thanks, Paula. Thanks, Thanks, Paula. Paula. I'm Lois. Yeah, it's great to be here with people uh, with the same things going on in their life. When when my husband was drinking, before I knew about Al-Anon, I had no idea that it had anything to do, well, that it had anything to do with me. Like, Like Paula, I... I did think maybe there's something I can do different, but I didn't think there was anything I could do different for myself, for my own life. And um, years later, I remember thinking, I know what kids mean when they say, get a life. Because I had no (laughs) life. My whole life revolved around whether he was happy or sad or drinking or sober. Everything hinged on that. So when I came to Al-Anon, I certainly didn't come looking for... I didn't come looking, excuse me, for um, anything but a way to stop his drinking. And we went through after Al-Anon a period where he drank, and I went to Al-Anon, and I got such a a wonderful, peaceful um, um, understanding that I didn't cause it. I'm I'm not controlling this, and I needed to get on with my own life. And so I was able to start... um, actually enjoying my days whether he drank or not he actually my husband would be the first one to tell you if he was here that um, he gives Al-Anon a lot of credit that he quit drinking because I stopped playing the games I stopped being part of um, what was going on and um, stopped ranting and raving and doing all the crazy things that I did Um, so 
um, when I stopped doing that, he was puzzled at first. And like I say now, he says that's what made him want whatever it was I was getting because the program is very similar to what they get in Alcoholics Anonymous. So there's no guarantee of that, but it can happen. And um, um, I know what I, I know what I was thinking. The other thing is in one of our, sta- our first step, it says um, we're powerless over alcohol. And the alcoholics say that when they took a drink, they couldn't guarantee what they would do. Well, you know what? When he took a drink, I couldn't guarantee what I would do. I would promise myself I am not going to lose my temper or lecture or whatever. But the minute I knew he was drinking, all that resolve went out the door and and um, and I just went crazy. Um, so in Al-Anon, I learned how to treat that all differently. And uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's, it's just been a blessing in my life. Thank you for listening. Thanks, nice, Lois. Thanks, Thanks, Lois. Hi, I'm Julia. When I think about um, being powerless over alcohol and our whole first step, which is powerless over alcohol, that our lives have become unmanageable, I think back to my bottom that brought me into the program, which is when I was on vacation with my boyfriend, his best friend who had just gotten out of jail, and another woman. And I had had very little experience with alcoholism and uh, certainly not active alcoholism. I knew my boyfriend was in recovery, and I thought that together we could help each other, which is uh, always, I know now, that's a warning for myself. The only person that can help is me. But anyways, my boyfriend um, ended up absolutely smashed in the bedroom with the other woman. I was... I got violent. It was just a horrendous, horrendous time. And I came to Al-Anon. But what I realized from that experience was not only was I powerless over alcohol, I was powerless over him. And that, I, I just had never understood what it really meant to be powerless over other people and that the only person I had power over was me. But the problem was I had so little self-esteem. And if, you know, this boyfriend of mine didn't love me, then I felt that I was nothing and nobody. And despite the ugliness of our breakup, I still wanted to get back together with him. And I think um, I can't control alcohol. Um, I'm powerless over alcohol, and I'm also powerless over other people. But the the program has given me... um, the ability to look at myself, to learn to love myself, and that's still an ongoing thing that I'm working on every day. And um, the, the ability to walk away from unacceptable behavior and to learn to value myself because no one will value me if I don't value me first. And that's what, that's to me what that that means to me today. Thanks. Thanks, Julie. Thanks, Julie. Thanks, Julie. Thanks, Julie. Thanks, Julie. Hi, I'm Mark. Um, the alcoholic in my life is uh, is my father, and I never really thought that I caused his illness, his disease, um, because it started when, uh, well, really before I was born. But I did become convinced that I could control it or cure it. Um, one of the reasons, one of the consequences of growing up in in that household is that 
uh, I really focused on using my verbal skills and became a, uh, a public speaker. And I was convinced that if I just found the right thing to say to him at the right time, that somehow I'd, I'd have a magic key that could get him to stop. And all it ever led to uh, was just me being nuts and us getting into uh, confrontations and fights uh, and arguments. Uh, once I remember, he, he just looked at me in, in frustration, didn't know what to, what to say, so he just slapped me. And, and it really made me crazy trying to control uh, something that only after I got into Al-Anon I realized I, I just have absolutely no control over uh, at all. So I got very frustrated, and once I uh, got up to a certain age where I could uh, uh, get out of the house, I decided to, to take the geographic cure, that maybe if I couldn't cure it by controlling him, uh, maybe I could uh, cure it by putting distance between us. And I found out that that didn't work uh, either. Uh, and about 10 years later, uh, I found myself with a lot of the same crazy feelings that I felt when I was uh, living at home, and I, I finally found Al-Anon. And it's, it's incredibly freeing uh, and liberating, finally, to understand uh, that we can't control alcohol, uh, and we can't control the actions of other people. Um, but we do learn how to work on the things that we do have control over and the things that we can influence. And that is really what, what I think keeps me coming back and, uh, and can lead to what we call serenity. So thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks, Mark. thanks, Mark. thanks Mark. Hi, my name's Cecilia. Now, when I first came to Al-Anon and, you know, I heard in the meetings that they read, you know, that we admitted we were powerless over alcohol and our lives had become unmanageable, that took me a while to understand because I initially thought, I'm not powerless over alcoholism. And then I started to listen to other people's sharing and um, what that meant. And, uh, you know, a lot of times... Um, they share that not only are we powerless over alcohol and alcoholism, but we're powerless over people, places, and things. And then it started to make sense to me that, you know, I can't force my will on other people. And before I came to Al-Anon, that's exactly what I was doing. I thought that, you know, if uh, my husband, you know, you know, had a good day, then he wouldn't drink. And if I was, you know, more up to it all, more attractive, more clever, he wouldn't drink. And I started to come to Al-Anon and listening to the sharing, it started to make better sense to me that that wasn't my my decision. That wasn't my problem. My problem was my life had become unmanageable that um, I started to learn how to focus on myself instead of the alcoholic and um, people, places, and things, that I started to focus on taking care of myself. And it made a huge difference in my life. Um, I also, it gave 
my loved ones the dignity of their own successes and failures. So um, there's so many things that I've learned in Al-Anon that initially didn't make sense to me in the beginning. But as I keep coming back, um, my life does get better. Um, It's definitely not a quick fix because sometimes it takes a while for me to see my part in my relationships and my goodness, going to Al-Anon has helped me um, be a better wife, be a better co-worker, be a better daughter, just as alcoholism alcoholism affected all aspects of my life. Al-Anon, little by little, is improving all aspects of my life. And I know that when I first came to Al-Anon, I thought, how could going to Al-Anon meetings possibly help my situation? I'm not the one that has the problem. And um, I never realized, you know, how much that I did affect um, what went on in my home. And I love, um, we have the 12 steps that, you know, kind of gives me guidelines to, um, to take to improve um, what alcoholism had taken away from me. And so I'm so grateful today, and thank you all for being here. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Cecilia. Cecilia. Thanks. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in this Al-Anon family group meeting. Every day all over the world, similar meetings take place in the anonymous and confidential safety of Al-Anon. Al-Anon family groups are for families and friends of people who have a drinking problem. There are no dues for membership. Al-Anon is self-supporting through the voluntary contributions of its members. We invite you to join us again soon for part three in our series of First Steps to Al-Anon Recovery. More people who have been affected by someone else's drinking will join us. They will describe how they came to realize that their lives had become unmanageable and what they decided to do about it. If you are ready to try a face-to-face Al-Anon meeting, scroll to the bottom of the page at www.alanonfamilygroups.org and click on How to Locate a Meeting. Or you may call toll-free during business hours Eastern Time, 1-888-425-2666 to find an Al-Anon meeting in your community. Thank you for listening to Part 2 of First Steps to Al-Anon Recovery from Al-Anon Family Groups. If you missed Part 1, please go to www.alanonfamilygroups.org and click on Podcasts. You are invited to join us right here for a future podcast, and you are welcome to join us at a meeting of Al-Anon Family Groups in your own community. Community. Community.